Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you're doing things that make you feel helpless or powerless, that's no longer compassion. It's just not it's just not a good thing. It almost becomes an excuse to do nothing. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Evans, welcome back to Questionably Awesome, where we answer people's questions in an awesome way. You just summed it up so nicely. 
you know, you got to forecast your life if you want it to be that way. If you, you got to have vision. You got to have vision. Did you listen to that? I did. And what I did, loved it. I was going to say, what did you think? And you can tell me if you hated it. No, I loved it because it's so simple, but it's not because he's all about like, how do you expect things to you to have a good relationship or a good job or this if you don't have a vision? It's not going to happen. No, I just thought of that so much. So you guys, I sent... Um, so my friend Lindsay Schwartz sent me this podcast, which was a sermon from this church called Transformation Church. I don't listen to a lot of sermons on podcasts. It's kind of rare for me too. And I was like, you know what? This sounds so good to me right now. I was on a walk and I just need to like tap back into, I don't know, spirit, myself, just where I'm going. So I listened and like 15 minutes and I was like, okay, this is good. Then 30 minutes in, I had my hands in the air and I was yelling, come on, come on. <laughs> and I was like clapping. <laughs> It was so good. So anyway, I sent it to probably like 10 of my girlfriends because I was like, just listen to it. And it was all about vision. And it's it's so true. Like if you, where in your life are you not really getting to where you want because you don't have a clear vision on what that thing is? And it's mm-hmm. not, it's not about, it's not a plan. It's a, it's vision because I loved when he started talking about how you know, vision, and I just applied this in my own words to my own life, but here's what it was summed up for me. Like vision is the thing that is given to you usually when your eyes are closed or like something that you just see for yourself in the future. Usually get like a short glimpse of it, but vision is the thing that that vision is the thing you have to keep tapping into like that moment you know, of, of what you saw and what was given to you. And I do believe that if you were given a vision that it's yours to fulfill, but you have to be a good steward of this vision. Like you said, there's no lack of vision and ideas. There's only lack of vessels. It's like, are you going to be a good vessel for this vision or not? And I loved that part. And it's kind of like, so when I'm, when it's given to me, I'm like, are you going to be the person to fulfill this? Because God, universe, whatever you believe is like, literally up there going, who am I going to give this to? Like, who do I think is going to fulfill this and trust me enough that they don't have the skill set yet? So vision is also the thing that will make you start a company or a business without the skill set. Like vision will pull you through, but you're going to have to rely on the thing that you believe gave you the vision completely and wholly. And that is 1 million percent what I needed to hear. So. I mean, should we just end there? Yeah. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. I actually didn't think... I mean, I don't know if that was intelligent. It felt like it was, but... No, that was really good. I didn't know anything like that was going to come out of my mouth the way that I was talking to you before I hit record. I was like, ugh, duh, duh. 7.30, it's dark. <laughs> you well, know? you came in hot. I. That's all I got, though. Like, please. Do you know what I don't want is for people to what? raise their expectations around me and this podcast. I don't, don't you dare place your expectations on Evans. That's your own uh-uh. stuff. Get your stuff off of us. Thanks. Yeah. I, I love you, but take your baggage, you know? Oh, do you know what? What? The, the nice notes that people from this podcast send and email. And um, I got the nicest notes on my, through my website. <gasps> what? Yes. This I'm is not so kidding. cool. Please tell me about some of them. Let's hear this because, because you guys, Evans, I've known Evans a long time. She's been one of the best employees anywhere she works. Clearly, you can see that. 
and why that is because she brightens the day and she works really hard and follows through and all of those things that you would think she is, she is times 10. But don't throw your expectations on her. But here, I am like so excited to hear this because you also had a hesitancy, which I think is so important to share with our listeners because we all do with like going out on your own and you knew that you had this thing in you, but you just were like scared to do it, I'm guessing. Yeah, still scared. I've kind of been like radio silent on it, but um, I just want to... This uh, Olivia, if you're out there, Olivia wrote me a note and she said, keep going. Uh, And it was, oh my God, are you an angel from the heavens? She is. She really is. Mm -hmm. It's so so kind for people to just be like, I'm going to send this person I don't know a note and tell them to keep going. That is a really nice thing to do. I know. I literally was just thinking that because I was going through my Instagram messages and people like were writing such nice things. And then I was like, you know what? I got so many nice messages. I'm going to reciprocate and just randomly write some of these people back like a little like a little note of like, you can do this because I think we're I don't think we're all just in the same boat of like every day that up that opportunity to to quit and do something that's in our zone of genius or easier. And we know that that is not the formula for a fulfilling life. Like it's just, it's not a God created us so that we are constantly seeking new purpose and challenge. And, and that is what is going to, you know, feel, make us wake up and feel like we are just fulfilled. I don't know. Otherwise there's always that question mark of just like, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something else. And it's just, it's kind of this empty feeling that everything in life, no matter what you do, kind of has an asterisk on it. Like, that was great, but I kind of didn't love who I was during it, or I kind of didn't feel complete during it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can go on vacation and be like, I should be having the best time of my life. But if you're not living into your true purpose, whatever that is, even if you're just supposed to like encounter everyone and, and smile and make their day better somehow or take interest in them or be the best parent ever or whatever that is. If you're not like truly throwing yourself in fully, then you'll always have that asterisk no matter how many times you visit Disney. And that doesn't feel very good. It feels like diarrhea. It it really does. It's constant, constant diarrhea. Um, I don't know if it is or not, but that's a great analogy. So do you have a quote? Yes. (laughs) It's from Deepak Chopra. Did I say Mm. his name correctly? You did. Okay. Um, he says, there are no extra pieces in the universe. Everyone is here because he or she has a place to fill and every piece must fit itself into the big jigsaw puzzle. <gasps> I was just, so I, I read a quote kind of similar to this and was just talking about it to Chris, literally. So I love that you just reflected that back to me. It was about every, every person is a puzzle piece and there are no mistakes. Like you need to live into your puzzle. And so that just completes this whole thought of purpose and puzzle pieces. That's weird. Yeah. We're, well, I think we're sharing that. When you put your tinfoil hat on last night and I put my tinfoil hat on to download ideas, we must have really synced up together. (laughs) That image is so good. What's your quote? So I screenshotted some quotes and I like both of them on here. It's about entrepreneurship. This one is by Matt Hancock. And entrepreneurship is not only about starting business, but it's an attitude to life. Um, And I I think that that is... So why I thought this was so important was because 
people start entrepreneurship and they forget that it's it's just going to you're you're signing up for one of the hardest things that you'll ever do in your entire life but you're also signing up to ultimately learn and expand every single day like how exciting you're you're signing up to be a new person every day um and to solve your choice of problems i think being not an entrepreneur is you we all have problems you're either choosing to solve someone else's um and a lot of them or you're choosing to solve the ones that are in your own company or that you started, whatever that looks like. So you're always choosing. So it's it's a choice to like confront and face your problems in a way that is like a positive attitude and a knowing that they're just always going to be there and that they're not actually problems, that they are just a part of how you grow a business and, and how you become who you want to become. And, and that doesn't happen without challenges. And then the other one is life is like monkey bars. You have to let go to move forward. Once you make the decision to leap into entrepreneurship, be sure to loosen your grasp on old concepts so you can swing your way to new ones. That is by Lee Bouske. Sorry, Lee. That's good. But how often do you like still hold this old identity while you're trying to become someone new? And it's just, it's the conflicting like, yeah, but I thought this or I thought that or my friends think this or my family thinks that. Like you really got to let go of a lot of stuff in order to um, move forward. I don't know. It's Yay. not that intelligent, but I, I think if you keep yes, talking, people just get confused and they think you're smarter than them. And I like the visual of monkey bars because that helps you. The visuals help me think about things. Totally. Like, how are you going to yeah. go anywhere when you have that front hand on the bar and there's, you know, hot lava on the playground below you? You need to get across and your backhand is just like, I can't let go of who I once was. And your <laughs> forward hand is like, keep going. You're going to fall in the hot lava. <laughs> Have you tried monkey bars recently? Because those things are hard. You know what I did probably like two years ago. So that's not that recent, but it is hard. They're so hard. And then I have you tried to... You. Yeah. And they, well, they're, they're in practice right now. I wouldn't say adulthood. It keeps <laughs> us in practice. We have to go seek those out. That's a whole other thing. Are you seeking out your monkey bars daily to stay in practice? I wish, you know how they have like, they have Soul Cycle. They have like rowing jams with oh. just rowers. What if they had just a monkey bar workout? The monkey bar workout. I think they probably do at CrossFit gyms. I haven't been hanging out in CrossFit gyms lately though. So, but Me yes, either. monkey bar workout would be amazing. And you know what? There are a lot of people who do monkey bars because they want to be on American Ninja Warrior. I believe the show is called. That's so they don't just monkey bar. They like swing their body and flip to the next bar because it's six feet away. Do you think you could ever do that? If someone said you got one month to complete this or or you die, do you think oh. that you could complete it? Six feet, a six feet jump with both hands on a monkey bar. Listen, I would try, but I'm going <laughs> to say that I would probably be dead because there's no way. <laughs> I think you could totally do it. I would love to see you swing in such form that you then throw yourself like a flying squirrel with all limbs out and then grab the other one with such intensity and grace. <laughs> I, I, I think that you could do that. Do you want to make it a goal? <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Moving on. Do you got a review? Got. That's not oh, really proper English. Do you review. have? I got to review. I got to review. <laughs> Tell me that review, Aaron. Oh my gosh. This is from Shimmering Mermaid Mama. Shut. 
up. I Where? love that. I just want that to be my first real, real name. Shimmering Mermaid Mama says, listening to your podcast literally saved my 2020 and shaped my 2021. Your authenticity, humor, truth in all caps, and courage to share the real deal is what it's all about. Connections is my word of the year. Ooh, Mm. being a part of your coaching trainings is on my bucket list, and I know it's going to be epic. You and Evans are the diggity bomb. Ooh. Whoa, love it. I cannot wait for that shimmering mermaid to show up in some of our courses and classes. And I'm just glad that we can be a little light refractor in the universe sent out mm-hmm. to the scales on her tail. Shimmering mermaid mama. I love it. Thank you so much for writing that. You ha- truly have no idea how much those comments, like like you were saying, Evans, like that mm-hmm. you take the time to... G- I've written reviews. It's not like this thing where you're like, you know what? I am going to enjoy writing some reviews today. It's a well thought out, super thoughtful person thing to do. So I just want to say thank you because it does ripple into the universe. I will carry that with me today. When I face a hurdle, I'm just going to remember that review. Me too. And I'm going to shine through it. Shine right on through. We're going to flip our fins right through it. Okay. Do we got a, do we got, what is this? We got a we got questions. We got, do we got questions? We got questions. Do you want, here's what I'm going to do since there are some. Do you want me to just scroll through and randomly click? Let's do it. Okay, scroll, 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 click. Ooh, this is oh my gosh! This is an <laughs> at. Oh wow! This is from at Tracy underscore self care. It's about taking action. I get so overwhelmed about starting. How do I start taking action? Oh, mm. that's a good one. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I would say just don't do anything. You know what? It's action is scary. So once you once you come out of that out of hiding, you're out for good. I'm kidding. This is terrible. We're scaring her even more. Um, we just both know because we're taking action right now. So Evans, I want you to answer this one because I feel like you truly are like in that beginning phase of what is, what do I even do today? Um, I'll be honest. I've been struggling a lot the last two weeks because I've been really scared and Mm -hmm. I've been also making a lot of good excuses like, oh, I need to be, go get this DMV thing done or like all Mm -hmm. the things that need to be done, but I could easily plan and just put a little like neat little pocket of those things versus stretching them all out. You know, that, okay, that brings me to the first point, which I didn't know existed till you just spurred that from my brain, which that's another part of why you have to find a like-minded tribe is because you need people to share this experience with, or you're going to make up what you think the experience is. And I promise you, it's not actually that. Meaning... People in the beginning think like, I need to be doing these monumental things. And they had 20 things on their to-do list or 10 things or write an entire two-page blog post and tell all the people why you're doing what you're doing. Like, it's so much smaller than you guys think. Like, one hour a day at the end of the year would have you to the outside world look like you were just boss hog of blogging. Like, you would look so incredibly successful in what you have done that year. And we underestimate what small amounts of time or tiny little actions will do. So 
it's like one thing a day. Like one day it might be thinking of your name for your blog and like giving yourself a deadline on that and just being like, okay. And if I can't think of it, if it's absolutely not coming to me, what happens is most people stop. If it's not coming to you, switch gears for a while, go for a walk, go listen to a podcast, but go do something. Like, so if I'm not going to do this, could I write a paragraph about how I'm feeling about not being able to think of a name? Like, let that yeah. be the first thing and launch the damn thing with a name that isn't the name and say, this name will be changing. But here's the, and that could even be a funny thing, like holding a spot for a name, like freaking launch. We think we can't launch without those things or without, oh my God, this is so funny. Like for me, it was like a logo for like six months. Nobody yeah. cares about it. My logo constantly changed throughout whatever. Have you ever been like, hmm, I'm going to go with this brand because they just nailed that logo. I mean, there's been brands whose logos are bad and I'm like, eh, that, you know, you might want to work on that, but it's never swayed me from being like, okay, what is, I don't know, what is this about? You know? So I think there's a million things like that, that is just one hour a day would totally rock your world of action. And especially with something like what you're doing, Evans, and I think this applies to most people is like, when everything else fails, you can always write or you could always post a motivational quote on the page that you've started. You can always just say where you're at. And and honestly, the brands that do the best, even, even product brands are kind of the ones that involve the audience and document the journey and bring people along. So you always have that skill of kind of like just documenting the journey. Even if you're starting a... It doesn't matter what kind of business. You you always have something that you can do to to move the needle forward. So... I think that that's what happens when people just are are paralyzed in taking action is they think it's they think they need to do too much and that's not the case. I needed to hear that. That's it's so crazy how you just get in your head and you also cuz I know Instagram is a highlight reel and everything, but you see all these brands and these companies that are so well done or these what these blogs that have been around forever and it's like, "Oh, they've been around forever." So yeah. of course they're going to be really good. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And that's what we do. I remember um, because when I was first starting to like get into just talking online about like entrepreneurship or spirituality kind of kind of at the same time, I remember watching Marie Forleo's blogs and she's like an expert. She dances on there. She's got a full team, an editing crew. I think she had like 15 people on her staff. I don't know. It was a big number. You know, she has her own studio. She has people who help her write things. She has like insane amounts of things. And I was like, I... I'm not going to do this because I'm not that, you know, and it was just overwhelming. And then I also thought I had to do that. So I went and spent so much money with this video crew and it was insane. And I was like, I can't keep up this cost. It was like literally nuts. Like I spent like $9,000 one month on video editing and I did not have that money to be spending on my business. And I could have said to myself, like, okay, I can't keep this up. I'm not her. I don't have this crew. I didn't have that. You know, and I would look at these other brands. I remember, um, cause I knew the Tone It Up girls at the time too. And I knew that they had, you know, I, I believe it was her brother who was in video editing and some other things. I was like, but I don't have access to that. It was all made up. It was all excuses. It was all things that like, then don't start the way that they are in the middle of their process. Like they did not start that way. So I went back and I remember Marie had like shown a video of like when she started and it was like her on her computer turning on record on her couch. And I was like, oh shit, busting my myth. It's just, it's, we're so, we're so stupid. 
you know? I know. It's, and if you're it's really awesome. hard on yourself, please don't take that from me saying that, <laughs> please. <laughs> we're lovely, but we just are, re- we're ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Oh my God, we're self soothers. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've found myself in front of the refrigerator, like numbing out on food or staring at the fridge, hoping that some sort of low caloric snack food pops up in there and just grows out of thin air because I just need to eat my face off to forget about the pain of me being a loser. (laughs) I'm not laughing, but I just am laughing because I know exactly that feeling and I've so done it. Oh my God. And then I go down this spiral and you have to, you have to talk yourself out of it. But if we're being really real, I'm like, you are such a loser. Like what? Why can't you just sit down? Who cares? Why are you cleaning your room right now? Why are you binge eating? Why are you, what are you doing? Like I'm watching myself having an out of body experience doing everything, but like, oh my God, trying on Halloween costumes for some reason in the, in the closet. Cause that, Seems like such a great idea at the time. And I'm like, if anybody saw what I was doing, they would just be like, how does this loser get ahead in life? And and it's because I would take an hour out of the day. I would eventually learn to take that hour to do something that would actually move the needle forward. And then the rest of the time, I was like, you can go try on all your outfits. You can scrub the toilets. You can reorganize things. You can use a toothbrush to clean the tiles out in the bathroom. Whatever you want after you do this thing. So you kind of have to talk to yourself that way. That's a good idea. I'm, I'm, I need to work on that because my, like my workout routine and stuff is yeah. always at a different time. And mm. I don't think that's good. I feel like you've got, you've got to put in your basics at a certain time. Yep. And then, I don't know. I'm just, I'm struggling with all that. Try that. Get on a, well, you do. You're, you're now working for yourself. And mm-hmm. there is no boss to tell you when to start. And, and I think people... I have to be honest, the first two years of entrepreneurship literally almost destroyed me because I, I could not like the, the amount of self-discipline that you have to have. Oh my God. And nobody's telling you what to do or where to go or how to start. So you never feel accomplished either. So not only do you not know what to do, but you're going to bed every night so irritated with yourself. And it's a, you can get into a really bad, bad place. You know, and you just watch all these weird habits sneak up on you and like just these crazy thoughts and you, you have to get a grip on it. And it's like, that's why you see so many people who are entrepreneurs being like, look, here's my morning routine. And you're like, why, why do you have such a strict morning routine? Because otherwise you turn into a weirdo, like with no semblance of life or routine. And you have to be like, okay, okay, you can do this. Okay, get out for your walk. You said nine o'clock, it's 9.05. Go, 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 go. I, that's how I talk to myself every morning. Like okay. just get this done and like you'll feel so much better and you can move on to the next task. So it really is the beginning of, of like find yourself being able to mark off something in the morning of accomplishment and discipline and routine. And that will really, really help. That's awesome. You know what I also saw? Hmm. I saw an ad for these, like, they look like now we're all going to get hit with them on your Instagram, but they're <laughs> these like blocks and they have different times on them, like 10 minutes, 60 minutes, 30 minutes. And you turn yes. the block. Yes. I know of this, the cube or something. Yeah. It's like a time yeah. cube. And then 
it's that way you don't have to use your phone or anything and it'll beep when it's been, you can be like, all right, I'm going to 10 minutes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to order one of those. You should and have your little block set up in the morning, meaning like, okay, 20 minutes of reading. And when this goes off, I go for my walk. And maybe when you get back, you're like, okay, I'm going to like have a cup of coffee and then I'm going to write for 30 minutes, whatever comes out. And you'll find yourself writing for more than that, I'm sure. But it's just like that getting started, you know? Yeah. So, or I could just do it instead of being like, I need to order the block first. Well, do it now and let your block come. Yeah. So True. it's so funny. We ordered those for the mastermind. So I think that I should probably look mm-hmm. in the garage because I think we have like 45 extra cubes. <laughs> you should mail those as prizes. That's true. But Unless that sounds you- hard. So yeah. <laughs> so Sorry, probably not you- right now. Sorry, everyone. Sorry for <laughs> maybe we'll use them at the next mastermind when I can just give them all away to people at once. That sounds easier. Okay. Do you have another question? That was a great question, by the way. Oh, here we go. Here's one. Oh, this is from at official Natig. Difference between compassion and feeling like you need to help. Hmm. This is good. This is a this is like a deep question. It is. And I think I think that I have been faced with this a lot this year, even more so. Um, I think we all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of us have. It's probably where the question comes from. You have to decide where you we only have so many, you know, the the kids call them other things, but we only have so many shits to give in in our life during the day. And you only have so much energy that you can give to something. And I always say it's, you know, taking care of yourself and your family is going to feel selfish sometimes in the world. But I also Mm -hmm. think that if everybody put themselves in their family first, that the world would be a lot better place to be living because we would all be taking care of our household first and foremost and our thoughts and our energy and, you know, the things that we believe in and making sure that our needs are met so that we're not out being crazy people, throwing it on other people or thinking that other people owe it to us or whatever that looks like. So I think that realizing what is it first, first understanding what it looks like to take care of yourself. What do you actually need? What are the basics? What do you need for your mental health? I really think it's so important that we all start paying more attention to our mental health with everything going on in all the social media that we can constantly be overwhelmed and feel super helpless and that's not good, right? If you're doing things that make you feel helpless or powerless, that's no longer compassion. It's just not it's just not a good thing. It almost becomes an excuse to do nothing. So, take care of yourself, take care of your family, and then when you take care of yourself, you have a lot more energy to start thinking about what is a cause, a thing, a person or a family that you can put a little bit of time and energy into and how much time do you want to give there. Um, so, you know, I think it's once you know what that is and once you know what you're passionate about helping, because sometimes people will be like, Lori, help me with this cause and this cause. And honestly, it's not in my, it's just not in my body to want to help out with certain causes. It's just not what I'm passionate about. It's not that I don't care. Of course I care. It's just that if I want to put my energy and money and time into something, it has to be something that I feel really strongly about in order for me to keep moving forward passionately in a way that will make an impact on that thing. And everybody has their thing. And just like we were talking about, I think this is so cool that we were talking about puzzle pieces. You need to stay in the puzzle piece feeling like, yes, this is a part of my puzzle and a part of my passion because someone else is going to have that, 
you know, you're going to meet somebody who you're like, whoa, they are so passionate about that other thing. And maybe I'll connect them with someone else I know that's passionate about that other thing. So there are little ways that you can also help with things you're not passionate as passionate about. And I think we all used to feel bad because it's like, well, I don't feel that way about that. Or I don't feel this. Please stay like stay in that lane and see if you can refer to someone else who has that other thing. Because if you spread yourself thin, then you're not moving anything. I don't know about you, Evans, but if I like start caring about everything, it's almost as if I paralyze myself and do nothing. So you have to care less about a lot of the other things. And then in order, this is actually in my book, you have to care less about things in order to care more about the causes that you can make an impact on. So I always think like, okay, it doesn't mean you're not compassionate. It means that this is not something, you know, that you are obsessed with moving the needle on. So go find that thing and you'll, you'll find that you're like, okay, I can feel that, but I'm not going to stay there. You know, So even as I'm scrolling on Instagram, it's kind of like, oh, I feel that and I'm sending love. And you know, if I can connect them to someone, great, but I'm not going to stay here because I know that I have this to do today. Right. And, and you can start feeling guilty. Women. Yeah. it's As women too, I think we're more inclined to try to help everyone and nurture. And mm-hmm. not that men aren't nurturing too, but I feel like it's, it's, it can be a lot on a woman. Oh my goodness. So I'll tell you where this came from. I won't say the person, but um, someone in my life was constantly putting out every cause, like putting out pictures of abused dogs, like every single day. Then at the same time, putting out these kids who are starving, then putting out just like so many things that were just like, oh my gosh. And all this person would write is like, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. And I got so overwhelmed that I literally had to like kind of hide these this stuff coming through because I also knew this person was doing nothing about any of the causes. So yeah. it really, that was the first thing. It was while I was writing that chapter in my book years ago, actually, that this had happened, that I had this moment of like, oh my gosh, when we care about everything and say how terrible everything is, we actually do nothing. Because we we can't, like, we just do nothing. And then we also just, like, throw it out into the world. And it's confusing to people. It's almost too much. So you do what I did. When you block that person, then you have to go and decide what means something to you. Now, I actually had to, like, sit for months and think if that was not being compassionate, that I was going to block these things out of my life. And then I had the realization that it's like, oh, my God, it's, it's so overwhelming to me. And then I start to think the world is bad. And I'm like, yeah. I, I do not, I t- actually take away my power when I start thinking that the world is bad because then I think it's hopeless, which means if I think it's hopeless, that I think my help does nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can't do that. I have to start focusing on what means something to me. And Chris and I figured that out. So we chose a few different causes and we do usually every year find a couple different things where we usually stick with one as well. Um, we always support Pencils of Promise because education is huge to me. Entrepreneurship is huge to me because I know that it changed my life when I found my purpose and found the people who could help me bring my purpose forward. Um, and I believe that if we all, you know, we're kind of, it, it, especially in the US because we can create these things, could do that, that yeah. then we could find the things that we want to be impact or be impacting. Um, so find the couple of things that mean the world to you or one and just go hard on that, you know? Amen. You can't support everything, but no. you can like think the thoughts towards them. Absolutely. Um, Evans, share with me some golden nuggets that have come through for you throughout the past week. Uh, well... Just things you've been contemplating. Because actually, I think getting a look into your mind is pretty exciting. 
Oh, um, I've been com- contemplating timing a lot on mm. like timing of like having a family and um, just wondering like, why isn't this happening right now? And mm. when will this happen? And so I've had to, instead of getting mad about it, like take a pause, yeah. make peace with it. No, I listened to some Oprah and she was a good reminder of like, your life is where it needs to be. Everything is right where it's supposed to be. The universe has your back. Yeah. Just keep forging ahead. That's been on my mind a lot. Yeah. I feel that too. I Mm -hmm. I totally feel that. We'll talk about it later. But like family timing, that's a real interesting one when it's just not on your time frame. So so we'll we'll be figuring that out together. It's real great. Um, But anyway, thanks for that advice. I think everyone needed that, including myself. So you guys, we just, we love, love, love hearing from you. Um, It's so much better than in the beginning when we used to write our own reviews on there to make ourselves feel better. I'm just kidding. We didn't do that, but that would have been a great idea. Oh, that was, we should have done that. We should just make up names and be like, hey, I wrote a review about you on there from Mary. (laughs) Do it for yourself. Go get you. Hey, here's what people don't know. Write yourself a review today. Everyone should write themselves. Review and go tell your friends. Be like, if you love me, you'll write a review. So it's it's funny what people don't realize is like Sarah Blakely when she first put Spanx into a department store, paid all of her friends to go buy her Spanx. And people are like, how do these people get successful? It's because in the beginning you do what you got to do. And guess what I'm gonna do when I launch Light Pink in retail stores? All my damn friends are gonna get money to go buy them out. I'll go buy it out. Well, yeah, because I'm going to make sure that you do. So (laughs) it's not, it just doesn't happen on its own. Like it just doesn't happen on its own. You guys, you have to get gritty. And if you're not getting gritty, you don't want it bad enough. And you're too cozy in your joggers. That's the problem. I'm literally wearing joggers right now. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to get crusty if you don't start moving. So I'm in a robe. I mean, you're doing a little better than me. So feel I don't even have pants on. Okay, that's <laughs> it's eight o'clock. I don't have pants on. Okay, you can do it, Lori. Okay, I think that was a great episode. I think that's a great spot to end. So everybody, so grateful for you. Until next time, remain questionably awesome. And goodbye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. 
they capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently, and most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community without an online community you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement which is what i know that we're all after and you can build trust or monetize your audience when you get community right not only does your audience grow faster but so do your sales but where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days and a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so circle is an all-in-one community platform it lets you host content and create discussions live streams group chats and memberships all under your own brand and what's so cool about circle.so is that you don't even need a website or facebook group instead circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members you can even create locked and unlocked content spaces groups and classes how freaking cool is that you can put your content behind a paywall too and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site circle.so is famously easy to use and it has a free 14-day trial for you so you can go check it out see if you like it see if you love all the options just go to circle.so go check it out right now you guys imagine being able to manage your community start group chats and live classes and accept payments all in one place kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place you have to log into so many different things if this is the year to capture organize and monetize your community head over to circle.so 
you can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14 day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.